0: Let's talk about your sensitivity to radiation. Uh, So we already know that you are, for lack of a better word, transmitting energy coming from a higher level. Mm -hmm. And how did you start to realize that uh, what I guess you could call negative energies Mm -hmm. affect you?
1: Okay, so... I would, you know, you know a lot in hindsight. So I'm going to start from the point that I went, whoa, <laughs> you know, it I was real. And then I started seeing, oh, I've been seeing this for a while and just didn't know what it was. Um, I was, I had a job working for a title company as a notary and it was part time and I could take what I wanted and keep on the writing projects on the side and it was perfect. But it meant that I had my cell phone in my hand all the time because that's how I captured the assignments. And there's 13 other people competing for them. So the faster you are to get that. So um, the cell phone was in my hand a lot and it was four years old Um, in August of 2016. uh, All right, well, in in February of 2016, I had two visions and God showed me he was taking that job from me. I was not happy. (laughs) I, um, because this journey has taken so much, I'm like, really? You're going to take my job too? <laughs> so I went through four and a half months of unemployment. But, it, you know, he showed me the visions because he said, I want you to know this isn't you being fired. This is me taking you somewhere else. I, I got, And so, all right, so now I've still got the phone in my hand because now I'm, I'm, that's my lifestyle, right? It's in my hand all the time. that's when he said, I said, all right, why would you get me fired? And he said, clean off your desk. So I cleaned off my desk and I found a piece of paper that said, you got to write a screenplay. So I won't, that's all in the book. So it's a pretty interesting story. So I got the screenplay written thinking that, well, if I write the screenplay that I've been avoiding for two years, maybe he'll let me have a job again. So I wrote the screenplay and immediately went out and got an upgraded iPhone. I had had an iPhone 4 and I went to a 5C. And within a month, I started noticing that my hands were aching when I would touch the phone. And I thought, wow, that's weird. You know, these phones, So I ordered a a radio frequency safe case from rfsafe.com and um, got one for each of us here in the house and put that case on there. And they, my mother and sister couldn't feel anything. They don't know what I'm talking about. Even with that case on and closed, my hand would still ache. And that's when I thought, there is something not right here. So I thought, well, you know, maybe I just need a break from the phone. So I held it less, but I was still using it. And that went on for a month. And in October of 2016, I touched the screen of my phone and a pain shot up my left arm that felt like a blood pressure cuff was on too tight and it stayed for two hours. Um, I then started reacting to everything electrical in my world. Um, being in my bedroom, every time I walked past a light switch right outside of my, ha- in the hall, right outside of my door, I could feel like this heaviness, and so when I'm doing the healing work, a lot of times I will feel a very dense, heavy, painful energy, um, and it will dissipate, or I will I will actually run my hands down my arms and and sling it out, and then you go back and get some more, and so... That pain I was familiar with, but it was—it felt different. It felt like a something about that healing pain felt right. This felt wrong. That's all I can say is that it just did not feel that it was a healthy, good thing to be. All right. So, um, one of the first things I did was got online and downloaded a um, an ebook by a guy in France, and uh, he's well, actually he's. Is he in France? Yeah, he's in France, but he's from the he's from England. His wife took him to France. So, y'all are opposite, Mark. <laughs> anyway, um, he had a book called Long Term EMF Protection. And it's only available as an ebook, book but uh, we downloaded it, printed it out. It was 92 pages, and it said, here's the different meters that are available. Here's what you need to know. And my mother locked in. I read this thing where he said, you may, he said, you've got to heal your environment. Yeah. Um, and so one of the f- other very first things that someone gave me, a piece of info, was about an electronic uh, electrical engineer on YouTube, uh, if you look up tracing EMFs in building, wiring, and grounding, I think is the title. It's a 22-minute little video, and at the very front, it's very technical, but at the very beginning, this man describes how he and a team were um, hired by the California School District to randomly survey 90 schools for EMF. And they were shocked to find out that 95% of the problems were coming from building wiring, not from Mm. the technological equipment in the buildings. Mm. So that was a pretty like, wow, you got to heal the environment. So Mm. then when we got this other guy's book and it's, he said, you may need to go through and change out every outlet and switch in your house because they become saturated. And I'm like, we're not doing that. That sounds expensive. That's the thing my mother locked in on. And I will say that when I was ill, the healing gift stopped. I was ill. I didn't have the healthy energy to share with anyone. So uh, I would be dealing, drawing from a bankrupt account. Mm-hmm. Um, this book talks, this cross currency talks about an older woman who did healing. And as she got older, it was harder on her. So we are drawing from our own energy bank to do this work. Um, and so um, even though we're processing, I think is how I perceive it. Cause I always felt like energy was coming in from God here and then coming out my hands. And so, um, what was I telling you? Oh, so we changed out every outlet and switch in this house. We upgraded them to a 20 amp commercial. Now, here's what's interesting. When I cleaned off my desk, I found a business card for an electrician, and I had written across there, very honest man. So I pick up the phone and call him and tell him I need an electrician, and he comes over, and he brings this younger guy with him, and I had them watch that electrical engineer 22-minute video because I said, this is what we're doing. Here's the meters. I'm going to show you what I've already found. If I had not taken them through this process, they would have had no clue. They would have thought she's batty. They told me that. (laughs) If you had not had the meters to show us. So we have now an entire industry of electricians who don't understand that they can actually give people cancer and make them ill by doing their job wrong. Hmm. They're not being taught. And so got these guys on board. Well, they're here maybe the first time. And uh, Joe says, the older man, he says, he's recovering from uh, tailbone cancer. And I'm like, wow, that's a weird one. I mean, often do you hear tailbone cancer? And so then he puts his cell phone in his back pocket. (laughs) And I went, "Uh, Joe, hello. (laughs) And I had a little conversation with him and he turned white. (laughs) And I was like, I'll just leave you with that, you know? And so I left the room and let him do his work. Well, he and his coworker must've been talking about it because his coworker comes up to me and said, hey, my brother had the same kind of rare cancer that Joe had. And I said, really, where was his? And he said, right here behind his ear. Well, what's he doing? He's talking on a phone or wearing a Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. And so I said, are y'all seeing the connection? And he said, we haven't until now. I now know. So I put on Facebook that information and, and several people commented. I had cancer from my cell phone. And so I put up a post that said, I now know five people with cancer from their cell phones. Yep. And um, a friend of mine in Houston is a doctor's wife, Virginia Young, replied, I know dozens. So, if you go on PhoneGate on YouTube and just type in PhoneGate, you'll see that these phones are putting out three to four times the radiation that the manufacturers reported. As mm-hmm. right. as usual, it is uh, corruption and payoffs and campaign donations, and so. Um,
2: Actually, I can I can speak directly to that. Back in the nineties, I was at uh, Plymouth University, and as one of the studies that I did couple of electrical um, degrees. Oh, cool. And um, a classmate of mine, uh, Guillaume and I, we decided that we would just see if there was any truth in the suspicion that back in the 90s that cell phones were uh, dangerous to life. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, how can we do this? How can we show that it's dangerous to life? Or, you know, it's not healthy for a living organism. Mm-hmm. So we had the idea that we would get Two, uh, we would get a colony of fruit flies. We would divide that colony in half as much as we could. We put one colony in a tank that was shielded from all radiation, and we put another colony, the, rest, the other half of the colony, in a tank that had just a one watt, um, not even that, hundred milliwatt, um, nine hundred meg uh, signal going into it, mm-hmm. twenty-four hours a day, and we we let it go for I think about three generations of fruit flies to be you know, to be born, and the one that was shielded, no real change. The one that had been subject to um, the radiation, just the sort of a fairly low-grade radiation um, at the time, um, had numerous um, die-off, the progeny were deformed, oh. and the actual numbers of um, fruit flies went down compared to the one that had been, you know, left alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there you go. And mm-hmm. when I say deformed, I mean enormously deformed. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know,
1: when this first started with me and I would tell people what was going on, it was a very interesting social experiment, my friends, <laughs> because I watched people's, because I read energy. I can see way more than their face. Yeah. And I would see them go from fear, and they would shift into complete denial. Like, I do not want this information.
2: No. it's gonna And I mean,
1: it, it was like, I'm like, whoa, we're in a weird place now. I mean, it's one thing to to not want to drink a Coke or what. <clears throat> but this is, a, it's, it's changing us. And so when I was first started telling people, every time I would tell the story, I would get nauseous in my gut. And I would hear God say, you have no idea what you're doing to the children. You have no idea. Mm. And I, uh, in this, there's a a man on YouTube, I've forgotten his name, but he's a microwave weapons expert for the Royal Navy. And he says, anyone that puts Wi-Fi in school should be hung.
2: Mm.
1: He said, you are damaging the ovaries of the girls, and it is a genetic damage that will be handed down from one generation to the next. It will not ever go away.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: The other thing that I learned during this journey is that, and this was on the World Health Organization's website, believe it or not, is that all of this energy that we are producing, electrosmog, I think is an accurate name for it, is collecting in our atmosphere. It will not dissipate. It will not dissipate, so I went over and looked up um, uh, the earth. Uh, the Earth has a pulse, yeah, and that pulse they found out when they about the time they discovered the MRI technology, they found out that the Earth has a pulse, and that you can measure it, and it 's what seven point eight three
2: it 's around brain. about eight eight hertz
1: okay, so and they found out it matches the human brain perfectly, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's very disturbing to me about this is that we have three memory care centers that have popped up within six minutes of this house in three different directions in three years. Mm -hmm. This is not normal. This is not normal, and I believe it makes sense to me because they said that when they first discovered this Schumann resonance, they said when you have a a disk inside of a disk, which here's the the, uh, atmosphere and then here's the surface of the earth, so you've got a disk and a disk, they said there's always going to be a tension field. And Mm -hmm. that tension field is 7.83 or 38 or whatever it is that matches the human brain. And they said that when they first discovered it, it was very easy to get a reading on. And now they have a hard time finding that signal. If that's true, our brains are going to start having a hard time finding their signal. Um, And what's very concerning to me is there's a video on YouTube of the FCC commissioner talking about 5G. And the only thing missing from this man is drool running down his lips as he's saying, we're not going to study it. We're not going to regulate it. There is too much money at stake. We need to be on the front lines, blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling you, if we start sitting back and letting them put these little mini cell towers every 500 to 800 feet down our streets and we do nothing, a bunch of us will die.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A bunch of us are going to die. So we are in a weird it, it's just kind of interesting, but I, there, I saw a, a, in my research a, a tree that they took a picture of that's outside of an office building, and the entire side of it that's close to the building is dying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a six-year study is what it said, showing that Wi-Fi is killing all living things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, it's um, it's very disturbing. It has absolutely affected my willingness to even do the healing work anymore. Because if a person, if I'm gonna do healing work on them and they're living with wifi blaring in the house and they've got a cell phone and they're, you know, all the other gadgets that we have, I would imagine most homes have wiring errors. We found stuff in this house that it's, it's a wonder and I'm so grateful because mark if i was not living with my mother and i can i can see how it was affecting us we just didn't see it
2: hmm.
1: what i heard was um i was doing a lot of writing in my bedroom but i could hear mother and sister talking in the in the living room and i could hear anger this agitation in our tone and i thought wow are are we that emotionally damaged that we're just angry <laughs> and now that the house is healed it's gone hmm. Sweden hardwired all of their schools, they're not talking about it, but they hardwired all their schools because they saw their grades going down, and they saw an agitation among the students. Hmm. So um, we're not headed in a good way here, and I don't know how to stop it, but you know, if somebody wants me to do healing work, I'm like, what's the point? Are you going to give up your cell phone? Because I'm working against so many things. It's kind of the same way I felt about I wouldn't do healing work on people that are drinking diets. So if, I if you're drinking soft drinks, if you're not on a healthy track, I will not supplement. I'm just right, not. Right, there's no but, point. But, and so I feel the same way about the energy work now that we have brought in so much man-made energy that we're basically telling God, we don't want your energy. We don't believe in that stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs>
0: But you could also see it another way, which is you could help people get cleaner through your work and counter the negative energies and help them get I don't better. believe
1: that. I don't no? believe that. I believe that God is telling us that we're going to have to make a choice. Uh, there is a, a safer way to do technology. Um, and I'm doing it. I'm sitting on a grounding sheet. I've got my feet on a grounding sheet. I sleep on a grounding sheet. I'm grounded about 95% of my day. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I honestly believe from what I know, this stuff is so toxic. And there's a book called Earthing by Clint Ober
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I've, when all this first started, I was laying in my bed and I was fussing at God. I was like, Are you serious? One more thing, I'm like, and this is a big thing, God. I'm not only unemployed, I'm unemployable. I can't, <laughs> I can't go into an office go where the they place. have computers, Wi-Fi, fluorescent lighting, and everybody in the office has a cell phone. There is complete uh, denial about this. And there's no, so there's no medical code. So I can't get disability, which would take five years anyway. And cost me thousands of dollars to go to the one doctor that I know of that has an environmental health clinic that I can go in to be tested. So um, we're on a we're on a bad road. Hmm. We're on a bad um, road.
0: As a woman, and uh, we we had a little uh, funny thing going on before we started recording the show, but you were fussing with. Something I will let you describe, but there's an issue oh. that women. There was there's an issue about women putting their cell phone mm-hmm. in their bras. Mm-hmm. So. And I have
1: a I have a an, an aunt who got cancer in her breast, and the um, the outlay of that phone was exactly she said you could trace the phone where she used to keep it in her bra. So.
0: so and it showed
1: a, Twenty years later, you know, ten years later,
0: and uh, I hear a lot of young women do that because you know well, you, you can't have a bag anymore, so you have to carry your, well, your cell and phone now,
1: If you watch Elon, everybody has them in their pocket mm-hmm. uh, yeah, everybody sticks them in their back pocket, the waitresses the everybody um, it's and it's I'm like I think we're going to see an epidemic of cancers you're not these phones were not even tested to be next to our body. If you, when we hit that user agreement, I accept when you get your brand new phone, all of that fine print that you didn't read, it says, don't put this close to your body. And yet I'm watching television shows, they've got them up to their head, they've got them in their back pocket, they've got them in their front pocket. Laptops, you're not supposed, laptops are so toxic because our hands to be on the keyboard are right over the mechanism, so you're filling up your body with oxidative stress, free radicals. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, I now have a, a separate keyboard that's grounded. The the laptop is grounded and sitting away from me. So um, yes, I going forward, I believe what I I think I'm not going to be seeing clients at least for a while. I am available for phone consultations. But uh, again, I tell people, if you haven't read the book, I don't even want to talk to you. They're not on the same page. They, it, they need to have something invested. Um, I, you know, we live in a world now where people are so narcissistic. It's everything is about them. And so, it, and they want everything fast and they want everything now and they want it free. Yep. <laughs> and so i'm like you know I, I i that's not the road i'm on and it's it's a very unpleasant um uh, role to be in with somebody uh, for me
0: so... for, for me the saddest part is when you see little kids in mm-hmm. their strollers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looking at tablets mm-hmm. yeah playing with tablets yeah. Or using yeah. tablets. It used to be television was the babysitter. Now it's the tablet. You
1: no, know, it's, yeah. It And we're, you know, we're damaging our DNA. That's the truth of it. We're damaging our DNA. And so I'm kind of at a place, I think it's kind of interesting because I'm, um, I feel like my job going forward is to teach. That's what right. I think I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to speak and teach and you know, to me, to the the gift of writing a book that took me 23 years to live through the lessons and cost me everything, um, um, to not read it is almost offensive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's you know, oh I just don't want to read your book. I just want to come to you and have you little wave your little magic hands. It's like, no, go away, mm-hmm. go away. I, I'm not. And I'm, I'm actually at a stage in my life now I can wave somebody off knowing they're probably going to pass away. But we get choices in this life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, for the longest time, I was a people-pleasing uh, Christian that felt like I had to heal the world, and I'm over that now. I'm here to teach, and I'm here to speak, and I'm here to share my experiences for those that want to know. But um, those that are of that mindset, I just, uh, you know, even Jesus told a woman that I've come only to the house of Israel. And, um, you know, so there was a part of him that pulled away from, from some situations. So he he ended up, she did get healed because she appealed to him and said, even the dogs get crumbs. And he finally had compassion on her. But, um, I think to just think that Jesus just healed everyone. I'm like, no, he said, go and sin no more. And that means to me, after many healings, he said that. And to me, that means that He's saying, you have your part that you're contributing to this illness. Go fix that. Go be responsible. And he says, or something worse may come upon you. And so um, one of the most disturbing things is I did a healing on this woman in California. She did not even know I was doing the work. I had posted a testimonial and a friend of hers saw it and went over and private messaged me and, and brought uh, Christina into the uh, message and said, you know, this is my friend Christina and she's got cancer just in case you you know, feel inclined. And so I was getting in bed one night and I learned that if I will go and, and kind of um, basically introduce myself to them energetically and then come back later, that in the meantime, it seems like their energetic body, that part of us that I really think is connected to God <laughs> directly um And if we, you know, if we turn that channel off, if if you've got a radio station and God's at ninety eight point six and you are dialed down to ninety four, you're not going to hear him as clear. So you got to get over to ninety eight point six where he is to hear the messages. So I am. uh, uh I've learned that if I would go and, and basically, and I did, I went and said, you know, I, I was got in bed and I did my little thing and I said, Christina, I'm going to come see you in the morning. And, be bringing God with me. And so I just said, you know, I'm in and went to sleep. Well, the next morning I woke up and it was about 730. And I, for some reason, pulled the covers up over my head and got really almost in a little cocoon. And I went into my little state and I, I said, Father, this is for Christina. And I started vibrating. Now, I've never had this happen. I started vibrating pretty radically. And I was like, whoa. And I, started crying, and this, and it just, it stopped, and I went, oh, <laughs> what was that, so I typed a message on my cell phone to, to the, the girls on that thread, and I said, I just had a really profound healing experience, y'all let me know, you know, so it was 5:30 California time, so a couple of hours later, Christina wakes up, sees the messages, and goes, I am so glad you let me know. She said, I don't, I, she said, I didn't know what happened. She said she woke up at 5.30 in the morning, vibrating and shaking violently and woke up and threw up. And she said, I said, well, what is your condition? She had already had breast cancer, done all the chemo, the radiation. Normally I wouldn't even do work on somebody that's taken that road. Cause I'm like, you made your choice. You know, there's so much damage there at that point. And so, and I'm not being paid for this. So, you know, it really takes a, well, there needs to be some incentive sometimes for your time spent. And so, and just to be involved in this story. So anyway, but I don't make a big deal out of it. I'm I'm more interested, kind of like uh, Mark, this is my own um, experiments, you know, that I'm watching and learning from. So as it turned out, this woman was literally on her deathbed. On her deathbed and was bounced out of the bed, had her vibration raised, and she went and threw up. The other thing that I found interesting, and this testimonial is on the blog under February of 2016, the girl that told me about her was also awakened shaking. So this healing happened so profoundly that it brought two people into it unintentionally. I never even mentioned the other girl. And I've laughed now. I wonder if 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 the healing power was needed so much that I wasn't enough, so the love that her friend had for her, brought which is a very high vibration, brought her into it. I feel like God may have used her as a repeater station or something, <laughs> and, and she's out there in California. <clears throat> so I just found that fascinating, just fascinating. Mm-hmm. So the woman hops on a plane and goes to Chicago and sees her family for three weeks, and and she's just doing great. And I'm like, wow, God. And I'm like, I hope this doesn't get out because you know, it could take over my life. He'd do me. And so a couple of months go by and she starts posting that she's going back to the doctor and she doesn't feel well and blah, blah, blah. And she died. So I was like, wow, what was that about? Well, then I got sick. Okay, so she, that happened in February of 2016. And I think in June or July or August, she died. And so then I got my allergy to the phone and all my electrical environment, da-da-da-da-da. And so I wrote her friend and said, here's what's going on with me. And I keep thinking, I keep feeling that Christina died because she's got her cell phone, her cell phone, the cell towers and da-da-da-da-da. And this screenshot is also on the, the blog where her friend wrote back and said, Oh, my gosh, you must have been reading my mind. I even told my mother that, and I drove over to her house, and she's living by all of the heart towers.
2: Oh, wow. Mm -hmm.
1: And there's two cell phone towers nearby. So you see what I mean, Alon, is that if I do this healing work and I bounce somebody out of their deathbed against all of my own rules about working on anybody with chemo and radiation as a history, and they go back to their same diet, relationship, and environment, and habits then what caused it in the first place is still there we have to fix the root cause
0: but at the time you didn't know there was so much radiation in our life
1: no I did not I did not and and I believe God took me down that road because he was about to show me it doesn't matter if you do the healing work if they pick up their cell phone and got the wi-fi blaring in the house and two cell towers out their window and living Mm -hmm. you know three miles from the heart towers yeah. so we need to really stop and look as a culture at what we want moving ahead do we want more do we want 5g or do we want god
0: right the uh, uh,
2: so choice, a choice. If, if i've understood it right you've got a choice you've got 5g or 1g
1: <laughs> you got one real g and five demi g's <laughs> <laughs> five not so healthy g's yeah. yeah
0: so keeping in mind that we live in this society and um Like it or not, for example, uh, when I drive for ride-share companies, I have to use a phone. Uh It's not on my ear. It's down there. It's about two feet away from me. Mm -hmm. But you you mentioned yourself once that you could now work in an environment with these cell phones and Mm -hmm. radiation. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't couldn't drive for ride-share companies. Mm -hmm. So for... A lot of people, and I'm not talking about the young people that think that they cannot live without their cell phone, but for people that, for example, like me, that need their cell phone for their jobs, what would your
1: recommendations be? Uh, One of them is they say don't ever, and, and I know you're talking about your situation, but for the people that can, do not ever turn your phone on in the car. They said it's like bringing a little mini cell tower into a metal can with you. And I'm like, oh, geez, that makes sense. Um, The other thing you can do is put it on airplane mode when you're not using it uh, actively.
0: Um,
1: I highly recommend these RF safe cases. Uh, That man has his own story of how he believes this technology killed his baby. Um, I think she lived 15 hours. His story is on his site. Um, and I think she was born with spina bifida mm-hmm. or the spinal columns outside of the body. And so, um, <clears throat> but he believes that the, um, the cell phone technology and wi wifi micro- microwave and radiation in general in his environment is what caused her deformities, Mark, <laughs> that you were talking about. So, um, you know, there there's probably safe Tesla makes me think there's safer ways to have the toys that we have, but we live in a world now where corruption and payoffs and shortcuts Mm
2: -hmm. are
1: more enticing. So until the consumers demand something Mm -hmm. safer, we're not going to get it.
2: Well, the thing you to remember about Tesla is that he was really working with or moving towards working with a different type of energy. Okay. It was sympathetic to living organisms rather than, destructive.
1: I'm so glad that you brought that up because that's one of the questions on my list. And I actually feel like um, moving forward that, you know, this is the first, well, here's here's a really great book called Dirty Electricity. And this is by a doctor named Dr. Samuel Milham. It's just a small little booklet, but the very first line in this book says, I have written this in an urgent attempt to warn you. <laughs> you know, he, he makes the connection between Just the inherent qualities of bringing electrical things into our world has correlates with our disease that we have got.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, And that leads to another source of radiation, which um, I luckily do not own, is a microwave oven. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, I mean, I've been fighting against microwave ovens. Um, My son even offered to buy me one because he thought, (laughs) That must have been a mistake, it it must have been a mistake that I didn't have a microwave, say, no, no, I don't want a microwave, and I don't want to nuke my food, and I don't want this kind of radiation around me, but at the time, I wasn't even aware of the radiation issue, I was more aware of, uh, you you can't put any kind of food in there, and expect it to survive, or to to be... I did say full of life, and it basically kills all the life out of the food. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, how would you um, address that issue? Because God knows, microwave ovens are everywhere.
1: You know what? I've been without a microwave now since nineteen ninety, nineteen eighty nine. 1989. And it was one of the first things when when that Jewish mother presence was with me. Every time I'd walk by my microwave, I'd get this queasy feeling in my gut, which is that's the Holy Spirit, you know, going, uh. And I finally was like, I stopped in front of it. And I was like, this, you got a problem with this? And it was like, yeah, it needs to go. And I'm like, it's out of here. Um, What I've learned is that when we just adjust, we figure it out. I'm still eating heated food. You know, we we lived before microwaves. Um, I am actually really grateful that I'm allergic to my cell phone because I don't have one anymore. (laughs) Mm. And it was kind of an answer to prayer because I saw where God was taking me and I was like, you know, if you even do half of what you're saying you're going to do, I can't think of anything more horrible than having a cell phone Mm. because everybody can reach you. And one of the first joys that I had of going, no, I don't, it almost gave me breast cancer. If I did not know what to do with baking soda and iodine, I would be neck deep in cancer right now. Hmm. Neck, I will say baking soda, iodine and grounding. Hmm. Um, and just the healing effects of being outdoors barefooted. Um, I, in order to get well, a huge part of my recovery was get outside, put your bare feet on the ground and your naked eyes in the light because the sun is even frequency. So um, when we take in that healing frequency, it helps our body heal. So um, I hoed up a quarter of an acre of stickers. <laughs> we had my mother's backyard had become overrun and she had a short fence that we took down that wasn't needed anymore. And we did. I just looked out there and it was a quarter of an acre of stickers. And I was like, I'm hoeing that up. And her and my sister thought I'd lost my mind and I hoed them up. So there's now, Beautifully covered with green ryegrass, and um, and that's where I spend my time. And I can hear God out there better uh, when I'm mm-hmm. outside barefooted. He's chatty, um, mm-hmm. so you know it's another thing. We've got to get in his environment. When we're surrounded by all of this stuff, it affects our frequency. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we've got to get back to nature. We've got to back. You know, I made a graphic the other day that says. Uh, We live in man-made buildings, wearing man-made fibers, eating man-made food, breathing man-made air under man-made lighting. And when we get ill, I said our bare feet rarely touch the earth and we're surrounded by energy foreign to the human body. Mm -hmm. And when we get ill, we go to a person who lives exactly like this, who's going to give us a pill to heal our disconnect. I'm sad that I was ever that foolish. (laughs) So it's hard to believe that I ever bought into that logic. And I'm just a reminder, perhaps, that there's options and we can get back to nature and get back into connection. And um, I believe when we spend adequate time outdoors with our bare feet on the ground, conversing with God, that when we come back in, we'll be more productive. So it's finding a balance um, in this. But Mark, I would love to talk to you some more about Tesla and what you knew about him, or if you have any directions to send me, because I really feel like after receiving your questions yesterday and seeing where you wanted to take this interview, um, I started, you know, thinking, well, I I don't, I don't, you know, I have to share with you. I don't want to, I don't feel led to work on individual clients anymore. I will do phone coaching um, and that kind of stuff. But God's been telling me for two years to grow food. Mm -hmm. And in the third year, he added and get as many people growing food as you can. Mm -hmm. So Uh, That almost sounds like a warning, Um, and I feel like it's time for me to heal and me to teach and that I can serve more people doing that than working one-on-one, and even Mm -hmm. those that want to work on -on one-on-one, I'm going to say, you have to read the book or there's an $800 surcharge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I might do something like there's an $800 penalty.
0: So Uh, are you thinking about doing like leading classes? Doing I
1: am. We have a, a beautiful tiki hut that we accidentally built in the backyard about twice the size that it was supposed to be because somebody didn't talk to somebody. So as this thing was being built, and it's 30 feet up in the air, and it's got these hammock chairs around it. And I'm watching that thinking, God, what are you doing? And I kept feeling like this is a classroom. I even think that me hoeing up the quarter of an acre of stickers and putting down beautiful grass I want to bring people and have a barefoot class. I want to reconnect because I want them to to see and feel what we're missing. Um, and then perhaps they can be part of a food growing operation. My mother's got a huge old tennis court on the back of the property that's not used. And I think I need to put a vertical food growing system up there and I don't have the first clue about it, but I didn't have the first clue about being a healer or writing a book either, so we'll just go forward and see what unfolds. And it seems if you show up, stuff just seems to happen. So um, I'll move that direction, but I'm very fascinated by energy. That's why I bought this book. It will be the first of many that I read and I hope to be able, because going forward, what I'd like to see, uh, one of the interviews that I had with uh, Lloyd Burrell, who wrote that long-term EMF protection book. um, He too had an event with his cell phone and he said he was a, very light user but he said he put the phone up to his head when it rang one day and a pain shot through his head and he started reacting to everything yeah, yeah.
2: so well, um, I've, I've said to people in the past you know when i've been uh i've never been a heavy cell phone user not for a long time mm-hmm. and sometimes you know people ring me very rarely and i say look you know i can't talk any longer maybe after two minutes i can't talk any longer because my head's warming up
1: oh
2: yeah go, yeah
1: you could almost
2: hear the incredibility on the other end, but it's, it does. <laughs> yeah. My head up, and that's enough.
1: Mark, I almost cry when I see videos of little babies on their cell phone and they're talking to daddy. And I always post on there, get that cell phone away from that child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm that person on I mean, Facebook, but I
2: just if, if know, ever I right. have to use it, you know, I mean, I always try and put it on loudspeaker because that mm, yes. that way it's you know, yeah it's arms length and
1: yes i yeah. did for a long what? time and i wore earbuds and and these are air tube earbuds and so yeah, I noticed um, that. they're very good yeah there's um yeah there's things to do grounding is really important you can even ground your vehicle along which yeah. might offer you some protection while you have to have the phone on i have a static strap on the truck and yeah. when the truck comes to you know a stop that static straps in touch with the ground and it discharges. And I'm also sitting on a grounding pad that I have an alligator clip snapped to the uh, to the seat mount, which is part of the mm. the truck. So, right. um, and I I can feel that grounding in the truck. It it will make you feel a little calmer, and so uh, you're basically taking in because the earth is what's happening is disease is free radicals, as we all know, causes disease and that causes inflammation and. So the free radicals are a group of molecules that are missing an electron. Well, we get those missing electrons from the earth, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but we have to be in contact. Our bare skin needs to be in contact with the surface of the earth. And so uh, it brings in all of these free electrons that satisfy those free radicals. And then the oxidative stress levels will drop in the body and the body Mm. can heal itself. And well,
0: you know what? Um, I feel there's a lot more we should talk about this, and we're already at the two hours mark. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's time yeah. to mm-hmm. maybe plan another discussion. Yeah. I would
1: love that. If you would let me do some reading, I'll have some more things to contribute. Yeah, because yeah
0: it'll, be, it'll probably be in a few months, uh, okay. two, three months from now, because I think we have a lot more to address. But,
2: mm. um, I agree.
0: Uh, definitely follow up. Um, you know, on, uh, I'd
2: like to come back and chat with you, Kathy, about why older people get less energy. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's a not a long discussion, but it's something okay. that you know I think is quite relevant for a lot of people. So. You no,
1: know, if you're an electrical guy, I want to pick your brain big time. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would, love that. Um, you know. And that-
2: I could,
0: I could probably use some uh, some practical advice as well on you know, on this thing. Yeah. And uh, other ways to protect myself. Uh, well, you one know, thing I'm, is, I'm a very practical guy, so I need practical yeah. advice.
1: Put put it on airplane mode as much as possible. I know that people need them, and uh, but put it on airplane mode as much as possible. Get an, a safe, uh, a, a safe case for it. Uh, you can. Be, there's uh, on lessemf.com. Has tons of little bags. It's a blocker bag and all kinds of things. Right. I'll uh, I'll private message.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Because uh, I'm I'm not. It's probably an effect of radiation, but <laughs> my uh, <laughs> auditory auditory memory is not as good as it used to be. So. Okay. All of this stuff goes in, and goes out pretty fast. So, but I'm very good at reading and absorbing from reading.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, okay
0: so um well we have to give mark a little uh chance to say no, something
2: yeah no, uh, uh, this we've uh, we've had a huge amount of information from you today kathy thank you for that
1: um, good good so, so we could, we um, could
2: go on for browse but i think it's probably time uh, we said our yeah. goodbyes okay
0: and uh so uh how uh tell us about your books where we can find it and uh the address of your blog so people can go to it.
1: Okay. It's gettingwellgodsway.wordpress.com. Okay. And uh, the book is on Amazon, but if you just type in the title, any bookseller online, a lot of online booksellers have it. So uh, let's see. And I'm on Facebook. There's a page for the book, Getting Well God's Way. Um, And that's kind of the best place to reach me. I'm almost... I'm, I'm almost always well. I, I check Facebook often, so it's a very all easy right. place to reach me. But the blog is is a blog's kind of interesting. There's not a lot of articles on it. It's more of just validating what God's doing on this journey. So,
0: all right, cool. So, thank you again, Katie, for being on the Local Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, "A votre Santa yo."
1: Now you have to tell me what that means.
0: Yeah about uh, also say it means to your health in okay. French. Okay.
1: Okay. It's
0: it's typically what French